to BIV Today, the daily business podcast from BIV and BIV.com. I'm Haley Wooden. On today's show, open banking is making its mark on the Canadian market, and it allows financial technology companies to offer new products in a way we haven't really seen before. Hamid Arabobi, CEO of Vancouver-based Vopay International, will join the show today to discuss what this means for changing the way people and businesses bank. But first, a couple of events I want to bring your attention to. First, next week, BIV Talks post-election. It's happening on November 6th at UBC Robson Square, and it will be moderated by BIV Editor-in-Chief Kirk LaPointe. Our panelists include Mario Canseco of Research Co., Brittany Kerr of Ernst Cliff Strategy Group, and Scott Lamb with the Conservative Party of Canada. It's an event you won't want to miss, and you can visit BIV.com events for more information. Now, coming up on November 13th at the Fairmont Waterfront Vancouver is B- Business in Vancouver's annual BC CEO Awards. For details, visit BIV.com BC-CEO-Awards. Here's our show. Open banking is increasingly changing the ability of technology companies and fintech companies to offer new services to customers traditionally tied to big financial institutions. With me today in studio to talk about what this means for businesses and individuals is Hamid Arbabi, CEO of Vancouver-based Vopay International. Thanks so much for coming in. Pleasure to be here with you. Let's start with open banking. How do you define it? What does it involve? Uh, Well, uh, open banking is... Uh, is basically offering access to third parties. So previously, customers' data was held by the banks, and and bank accounts are our primary uh, uh, financial u- uh, financial tool use. So uh, by op- by 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 having access to open banking data, businesses can optimize their service offering to consumers based on their spending habit, their saving habit, and and it's an additional layer to to even your credit bureau uh, scoring because uh, we have we have we have been looking at some of the trends where where consumers had challenges with their with their credits but they have they have decent cash flow in their bank account which which they can commit to additional services and 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 acquire credit which open banking enabled that those are all interesting opportunities and innovations. I'm curious what the incentive is for these traditional financial institutions to actually make available their data. Well, there has been challenges because it's completely <laughs> new to them. Right. And, and of course, banks are concerned about, uh, the, uh, about giving access to third parties, even though with consumers' consents. And 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 we understand those that that, that this is completely new to everyone, and even in even in Europe where they have been working on PSD two uh, for about two three years now, uh, there has been multiple delays because they are still having challenges with securities. Now they are talking about two authentication, two factor authentication, which 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 they want to make sure that the consumers are the ones who are giving access to the to the data. So banks are trying to figure out. But I'm sure at the end of the day, everyone will benefit from this because it will it will um, uh, optimize the the economy in terms of giving act, giving more services to consumers. And do you think the traditional banking industry do they recognize they can't do it all themselves? They're not necessarily nimble enough to start offering all of these potential platforms for consumers. Yes, we we have seen uh, we have we have been looking at that trend for the past seven eight years since fintechs. 
basically mm-hmm. started hitting the ground. And I had the same experience in a, in a telecom space where mobile operators were against applications such as Skype, Viber, etc., where they were thinking they are they are they were thinking they are taking revenue away from them, while they realized they are they, that's a great partnership because they they increase the usability of of their services. And we have we are we are looking at the same trend with the financial industries that realizing how fintechs and banks can collaborate to really uh, bre- utilize their existing platforms and, 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 and increase the market size for the various products they are offering. What would you say are some of the biggest challenges, let's go small businesses, face when it comes to things related to banking? So either services, accessibility, fees, I imagine is yes. a big one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, so we are, we are coming from payment uh, space, and, and we, we have seen so many challenges there working with banks. Uh, even though banks are underlying layer for all the services fintechs offer, but uh, they live on legacy softwares. And for businesses who want to access these services, they have to go through multiple challenges, aligning their businesses with how the bank services are offered, while... Uh, while companies like us are the middle layer that that trying to f- simplify that 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 access to the service, so so we we have been looking at challenges businesses facing in the payment space, like manual processing, manual reconciliation, tracking the transaction. So they have to uh, allocate extensive resources by just running payment for one angle of their business and payment is just one piece of your business you have so many other things to deal with running a business mm-hmm. tell me about some of the innovations that vope has been able to launch as a result of institutions being a little bit more open with their banking of course data. yeah so we have we have recently uh, uh launched our uh, new product uh which uh, and that's focused on open banking payments uh, and and this has this the the, the advantage that this product offers is both uh offering uh, convenience to consumers and simplifying the payment acceptance for businesses. Mm. And, and we believe it's, it's one of the uh, solid use cases for open banking that offer benefits to, to both uh, parties involved in the, in the, in the ecosystem. Uh, and by adding this layer, we have, we have helped businesses to eliminate major pain points. Uh, we have looked at lending platforms that were dealing with NSF uh, which is due to shortage of funds in the bank accounts. We have completely eliminated that. We have seen so many uh, challenges from the customers trying to add their bank account to various services. We have simplified the process where they can just log into their bank account through any third-party application and accept the payments in just two steps. Interesting. Yeah, so flesh it out for me a little bit more about how it would work for someone who is perhaps totally unfamiliar with fintech innovations. Do they log into an app online and it pulls in their banking data and it pulls in any other information and they can manage it all from that one place? Is that the idea? Yes. Uh, it's a, so from the from the consumer standpoint, we have, we have tried to uh, simplify the whole uh, uh, basically arrangement structure where, mm-hmm. where previously you had to fill out a form even if it was a pad you have to do it on a paper F- uh, first you have to you have to print the page and then you have to <laughs> fill it in and then take a picture and then submit that to this to this business that you are working with where we have created a, a credit card lookalike experience that on 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 businesses or or online businesses or digital platforms that are using our services it's very similar to when you have your 
let's say Uber or Airbnb that you want to link your credit card, it's, a, it's an identical user experience. You just have to log into your bank account hmm. and, and choose the bank account that you want to pay with. And from that point on, the businesses that we work with, we, we, we offer the, uh, the metadata, which we never disclose that the consumer information, which is a key advantage for, for, for consumer. They don't basically share their banking information with any of their service provider. Mm. It's just a token that they receive on the back end, which is, a, which is a secure way of exchanging data between technology companies. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. that's an important piece. Yeah. Everyone's concerned about yes, their data exactly. and their privacy, yes. right? I wonder, too, if part of this is about security, not necessarily from a privacy perspective, but security that if you're working with new people and you don't have a rapport, you don't have a track record, some security that you are going to get paid. Is that one of the solutions yes, offered? Yes. One of the key advantages of, of our technologies or similar companies that offer services uh, 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 kind of close to what we do as Wopay is, is, is preventing fraud and other potential challenges that businesses are facing. So what we do behind the scene is, is validate the account ownership. There are around 500 uh, data points that we run in real time at the, at the time of transaction to make sure the person on the other side of the, the transaction holding the device is the person they are claiming they are, which right. making sure the bank account owned by them, the address. There are, there are many pieces around that transaction that, that we, we, we wet before we approve the transaction. When you share that anonymized metadata with businesses, what are they able to gain insight into that previously they weren't able to? Yeah, so, so basically, we are that assurance layer for them. There are rule bases around, around the, the transactions, which, which we will expose to them. So they know these indicators are the result of how we have validated the data or the information around that transaction. And, 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 and one example is, uh, previously, when, when they were processing payments from bank accounts, they had no visibility on the, on the available balance, which would result in, an, in return transactions. Mm. But at this stage, the, since we validate the balance prior to processing the transaction, if we, if we return a confirmation to them at the time of transaction, it's an assurance that the funds are guaranteed and it will, it will hit your bank account. So you have some innovations now, and it looks like you're working on more interesting things to come. In five, ten years' time, let's look into the future a little bit. What do you think we might be able to do when it comes to payment platforms and the way we think about payments? Uh, that's a very interesting question. I think we are moving toward uh, something called financial inclusion, hmm. that we will be living on a, on a single uh, financial platform that, that everybody contributes from a payment perspective, from the security perspective, uh, fraud prevention, know your customer regarding money laundry prevention, even the service provider. So we would be all part of one unique ecosystem, united ecosystem that, that will be exchanging product and services, which also include the banks and financial institutions. Do you think all the players are there ready to move toward that financial inclusion? Well, do we have a little ways yeah, to go? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's eventually <laughs> going to happen. And, and we have seen that before in other industries. Like you, you, now you can see that in, in a transportation, like how airlines are collaborating. You buy a ticket from United Airlines, but you end up landing on Air Canada mm. uh, place. So it's, it's going to be very, identi- uh, very similar to how we have seen other industries evolve. There's always... Uh, there are always challenges and, and, and companies that do not want to participate, but 
the winners would be the one who joined the ecosystem. Fascinating. It's an interesting future with lots of opportunities. <laughs> yes, of course. Hamid, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much Thank for coming so much. on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure. That's Hamid Arbobi, CEO of Vancouver-based Vopay International. That's it for the show today. Thanks for listening to BIV Today. You can get notified of new episodes by subscribing to BIV Today on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find all of our episodes at BIV.com audio. I'm Haley Wooden. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back on Monday.